real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah St. John. And today we have Sock Sham with Outgrow. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Sarah. And can you give us a little background and history of Outgrow? So Outgrow.co is like a no-code company. So that basically allows you to make applets or widgets or any kind of interactive content online. So like an applet or a widget is basically a simple interface that allows a user to perform a function, access a service, or that basically just improves user flow in general. It's like, you know, having a 24-7 shop assistant on your website so that, you know, even when you're not there, someone is providing service. So that's what anyone can, like, you know, small businesses, big businesses, enterprises, freelancers, everyone uses our, our website to just basically make applets and widgets for their website. Uh, so that's what we do. Okay. And what are the different widgets? I know a lot of them are quizzes based, but are there other types as well? So in so basically, if you were to like analyze the, let's just say, the typical mindset of a customer or like of a human being in general, I speak like I'm as if I'm a robot, typical things like psychologically that would attract a human to a particular thing. So a quiz is a very basic human function. Humans love quizzes. We love taking quizzes because we want to know our own aptitude or if we want to know what suits us the best and a quiz can usually do that. But there are actually eight kinds of these functions that humans actually like doing and these are calculations, calculators that can actually give us a personalized uh, value, a personalized figure that is very relevant for us. So for instance, a calculator would be like, you know, see how much weight you should be aiming to lose every month if you, so this is for like Instagram influencers, a lot of whom are like, you know, what do you call uh, fitness specialists? So they use these calculators or like if you're like a marketing agency, then it's more like see how much return of investment you can get through our company over you know, four months, six months. So it shows you a graph in which you can actually see those figures. And us as humans, we like to see things like, you know, infographically with like clear results. So calculator is one of those. The quizzes, as you mentioned, is another one. Then e-commerce recommendations is another. So basically a recommendation is like when you walk into a sunglass shop and the person who's behind the counter knows what kind of sunglass should go on your face. They look at your skin tone, they look at your eye color, they look at your face shape, and they'll be able to tell you. And so if you're selling sunglasses online, there's probably a billion other websites that are also selling sunglasses online, and there are a billion, million, trillion sunglasses to pick from. So, you know, a recommendation can help there. Then there are forms and surveys, and then chatbots, which is self-explanatory, and then polls, contests, and assessments. So these are the eight kinds that people can make on our uh, website. But these are also the fundamental, addressing eight fundamental needs that humans have. And you can combine these to make something more complex. So it's really up to the people. 
And I know that quizzes are becoming more popular as a form of a lead magnet. Can you explain maybe why that is? It's 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 kind of the same reason. It's just that people, I think, A, there's too much content on the internet right now. There's just too much information. And so there's an information overload. And that's probably because we are actually, the age we are living in is called the information age. And, and it's basically the people who can control information and the people who can actually sift the information and get value out of it are the ones who are the, let's just say, the landlords of this age. It's not land value as such that's more valued now. It's it's information that's more of more value. So so that's why a quiz is naturally the one of the fundamental things of this age. And you know, for instance, everyone actually knows this example. The only reason we know the name BuzzFeed is because the meteoric rise of BuzzFeed happened through quizzes and now they do like general news and everything but it was in the noughties and what like 2010s buzzfeed had this sudden huge rise it just came out of nowhere and that's because they engaged in quizzes and that's that's actually what gave most marketers and other businesses the lead they're like okay look how fast this website got because people like to know more about themselves which a quiz can give in general what i want to say is that a quiz is able to sift the amazing amount of information available into something very particular and targeted to you. So it's a great lead magnet. Uh, I think seven out of the 10 most read articles in BuzzFeed are quizzes. And the New York Times most read article in, I think, 2017 was actually a quiz instead of actually an article. Also, people don't like to read and they have very short attention spans. So all of this builds into it. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people use ebooks or checklists for their lead magnet. and But a lot of times that just kind of sits there on their desktop. They never even they'll download it but they don't even read it i know that's kind of how i am (laughs) i always download those and then they just sit in a folder and i hardly ever get to them so i think i completely agree yeah it seems like with quizzes then it's more interactive and it gives someone an answer right away and less to consume or less content there to be overwhelmed by definitely it's it's like Obviously, it's like the next stage of evolution. Like, you know, books existed when we didn't have the internet. So obviously, the only way to print information was to do it like in an encyclopedia where you like, you know, go A, B, C, D, E, F, and then you go find something that's relevant to you. But as soon as you get the internet, obviously, books, I don't want to say they are irrelevant. Obviously, novels are helpful. Like, you know, literature is great and everything. But I think the internet as a mode of the ways in which can it can give us information is much better than an encyclopedia can give us information like you know even wikipedia I mean, the rise of wikipedia itself has been is one of the testimonies to this i think it can give you instantaneous value so you don't actually have to go read a whole encyclopedia to figure out what you actually need to do for your marketing because a quiz can just tell you based on you just input your website visitors you input what you've been doing you input how many times you post on social media and then the quiz tells you compared to other people in the industry this is how you're performing and this is what you need to do so you don't really need to read any ebook for this and and what i'm saying this like right now the quiz i just told you about like you know you input your website visitors etc these exist on marketing agencies this is how marketing agencies are making money because they embed a quiz like this on their main website and if a customer comes along he gets a direct value and a direct answer as to how much his business can be improved and what his business looks like compared to other people in the industry so you know instantaneous value like you said is being provided yeah And then like with the quizzes, can't you also share it on social media and have and has the ability to go viral? Definitely. Yeah. So that's the thing as well, right? 
So you can embed it on your website. That's just one of the things. But there's uh, there's like you can put it in your emails to begin with. So you can embed them in your emails. And that, you know, so if you have a good, healthy email list, you'd get leads from there. You can have them as pop-ups. You can have them in, on social media, like you're saying. Actually, even on your Facebook tab, you know, on your Facebook page, if you have a business account, you have particular tabs. But you can add a new tab. It's totally possible in which you can put a quiz that shows, see how much, you know. So if you're a real estate agent, you can put something like, so uh, you can put something like, see how much I can save you in legal fees if you do business with me as opposed to some other real estate agent. So, you know, you're providing instantaneous value. You can put it in social media. It can go viral because you can have those social share widgets like, you know, most BuzzFeed quizzes like, you know, see which career you should actually have. That's a very viral quiz, but that's a quiz if it was on any, like, you know, career counseling website, it would be very famous. It could have gone viral from any of these sources. Like it, it was just a matter of utilizing it when the time was right. And so it's totally possible now as well. So floating rectangles, sidebars, you can have a full page embed, an in-page embed. You can have these quizzes as chatbots. So, you know, on your website, on in the bottom right corner, a chatbot pops up and asks particular questions and gives a particular result. So it's totally possible. And even a calculator, right? You can give you a particular calculation. So if you're selling something based on your particular needs, it can give you a particular value, like how much it's going to cost you. So all of these options are totally possible, yeah. And then also you can do segmentation, is that correct? Yeah, so so the the good thing about all of the, the quiz is not just providing a particular value to the user or like a website visitor who comes along. So usually you lock the value behind a lead generation form where you ask for an email and then you tell them, you know, this is how much I can save you on legal fees in the outcome. Uh, so you collect the email, but what you're also collecting consensually, of course, is uh, marketing data. So every time anyone comes to your website and they answer these particular questions, like, you know, how many visitors do you get on your website? Or like, you know, it depends on like what your business is. But any question you ask for this quiz that's providing an outcome that provides a value is a question that's also collecting marketing data and you understand your market much better. So it's like a two-way process. And once this data is collected, what you can also do is go to a website, go to the analyze tab of your quiz, and then you can segment this data by which basically you can filter the data based on people with so many website visitors versus people with so many website visitors versus, you know, so you can have these different data and then you can retarget these people based on what you think is going to be relevant to them. So you can have a particular set of emails going to people with so many website visitors versus people with so much budget versus people with something else. So, you know, it's easy to segment, filter, and then retarget in a very particular way. So then does it integrate with email platforms? Yes, we have over a thousand native integrations, which you can actually automatically just set from your Outgrow account. You don't have to do anything. You just It's a couple of clicks and all the fields are transferred. We have Aweber, we have ActiveCampaign, MailerLite, HubSpot, all of these. And also on Outgrow itself, you can just trigger your own follow-up email and also an email that notifies you every time someone completes a quiz or a calculator or a contest. Can you tell us more about the chatbot feature? Like, so it asks a, maybe a question or something and then, but is there an option for it to alert whoever owns the website to jump in and do a live chat type thing? Or is it all a bot and automated? Well, it's a bot and automated, but what you can do, I mean, it's because 
I mean, yeah, it's just that we haven't incorporated that you just go and have a live chat there because like not everyone wants to use that feature. It's like the point is the chatbot can be so complex that it can basically answer all the questions. It's because, you know, it's so easy to make it. It's like, that's why I say it's a no code company, so you don't need coding at all. And all it's like, it's like drag and drop, put in questions, make a whole logic chart. But like, if someone answers like this, we go in this direction. If they don't, we go in that direction. If they really have something to ask that you can't answer then there's an option to just put other or like a blank space and as soon as they enter their question there you will get a notification saying oh they've asked this question and then you can follow up with them and so it's totally possible to do that but but the key thing is it's just so easy to make like i sometimes make chatbots like because i have nothing better to do especially during the quarantine so i just be like so what can i make today i remember i once made a chatbot that would show you whether you should swipe left or right on tinder because i was just like okay what if we had a chatbot for that that could actually like based on certain things uh tell you whether this is a good match or not so (laughs) one of those things i made so yeah it's totally possible for instance i also made for uh we had a client, uh, a real estate client who wanted people to invest in properties that could be airbnb So we made a chatbot for them that basically was on the bottom right of their uh, homepage. And it says, how much can you make by airbnb your property? So it asks you a couple of questions like, where is your property located? Is it near a World Heritage site? Uh, how often do you want to airbnb it? How often do you want to put it on rent? It, it was also like for clients who are like basically have these empty homes lying around and they're not doing anything with them. So And then it just provides you a particular graphic value. It shows you how much you can make in a year. And then it shows you over time in a graph how much can be made. So so there's basically a lot of possibility possibilities across all industries. So yeah. And then what about the call to actions? How does that work? So you can have like, depending on like, so that basically, uh, I'm like to everyone who's listening, I'm going to like use specific examples from particular industries. But if you go on our website and you go to the template section, you would see an entire widget that will allow you to pick your industry. And it would show you examples of applets and widgets and interactive content in your industry. So you can check that out. But let me speak about like particular industries. So call to action in general can be, you know, either you direct people to your website or you direct people to a particular URL that's actually not publicly available. So this would be like a New York Marketing Association gold membership URL where you can get assets that are only available to like, you know, people who have a paying plan. So you can have that. Then you can have an integration with Stripe and you can actually collect money at the end of your quiz. So quiz, again, is a misnomer. What I mean is is it's an applet or widget that's asking a particular amount of questions and it's selling you something, it's recommending you something, and then you can just directly accept payments there. What we did recently was because of uh, coronavirus, a lot of restaurants, you know, all public gatherings are banned. So restaurants don't exist anymore but all the restaurants decided they're going to turn into takeaway spots and delivery spots right so so what we did was we designed for them a build your own burger menu like you see in mcdonald's right you pick the bun you pick the kind of meat you want and then you pick the lettuce and everything and then it gives you a personalized sorry a particular personalized you know value at the end the cost that is particular to you and then you pay that so there you can add like a call to action that says pay now and then it just directly collects money so that's one of the possibilities so yeah and you also have the option if you're making forms or surveys to have a call to action that allows people to download the their answers as a pdf so there's a lot of options of what you can do you can also like book meetings so you can have a question that oh so this is what the product we recommend for you this is the service we recommend for you would you like to now book an appointment with us or if you're like you know if you're a hairdresser and you want to just make a simple appointment widget online you're like so 
how long is your hair? When was the last time you cut it? You ask all these questions and you ask the particular details. And then in the end, you just put like book an appointment using this call to action and then they can book an appointment. We, can, we also integrate with Calendly. We integrate with Zoom so you can have all these possibilities. It's totally possible. Yeah. It seems pretty inclusive, like it kind of covers everything. Yeah. The use cases are across the board. Like sometimes we discover things that clients themselves, like, you know, they ima- they just came up, came up with it themselves and we didn't even know it was possible. So it, it's really like my key thing is like it's a great no code tool. And, and my thing with coding itself is like, you know, any industry, whatever business you're doing, it can be improved if you know how to code. But the point with humanity is, as a species, we've gotten so good at coding that not everyone needs to code. Like, you know, we're so good at it that we've invented tools that allow you to code without coding. And that's exactly what Outgrow.co is. So whatever industry you're in, go to Outgrow, go on the dashboard, play around, drag and drop. It's very simple. And you will make something for your industry that has never been made before because you will be applying your creativity and it will be really easy for you to do. So that's that's the advice I give to people. It's just so much fun. Yeah, so people can learn more at outgrow.co. And then yeah. also, I believe y'all have a, a discount code for the listeners, Sarah St. John 20 to get 20% off. Yeah, and how do they they apply that code through the chatbot? Yeah, so the bottom right of the page, there's that chatbot. So you just go out there and type in your discount code and you'll get 20% off on annual plans. All right. Well, I think you've answered all my questions. Is there anything else you wanted to go over? Or maybe any features that are upcoming that aren't there yet? Well, I particularly don't have any features that are upcoming. I'm like, we are constantly thinking of like new features, but it's it's basically how users are using it. So what I'd really recommend is that you go out there and if you are doing something for your industry and you have expertise in the field and you feel that the software can be improved, let us know because our customer support is like an award-winning customer support team. And if we find we, we're always responsive and we like to work on your projects because it makes us learn more about our own software. So it's it's really fun, yeah. What I'd really recommend though is that anyone who has the time and it's barely take you like two minutes, go to our website and then go to the template section where you will be able to see 21 different industry and a thousand different examples of things that you can do. And I'm telling you right now, you will find something relevant for your website that all you need to do is to edit that template, customize it, put your own website's colors, put your own logo, and then just put it on your website and see how it's performing. And yeah, it's just really easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to put one on my my <laughs> website, but it's like there's so many cool options and I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what the best way to go is. But of course, I, I guess I can test one out and then switch to another one. And Yeah, yeah. It's totally easy to put like different versions of the same interactive content like on your website as well and see which one is performing better. It's totally easy to do that. You can embed it. You can put it on emails. It's Yeah, it's, it's a great option. Also, like it's a great time. I'm like, to me, it's just like, as compared to like an enterprise level co- company who would make something like this and it would have to pass through the finance department or it would have to pass through like, you know, I don't know, marketing department, a couple of departments before it's vetted and then put on the website. And then they're like, okay, let's test this out. The advantage of being a small or medium sized business is that you can do, you can just cut short this entire process, make something on Outgrow over a day. Put it on your website, get ahead of the curve, and that's what you can totally do. Meanwhile, the legal department in some enterprise would be like, oh, can we do this? Can we not do this? You are 
you're just able to do this instantly. And that's the best thing about it, I think. All right. Well, I appreciate your time today. And again, listeners, you can go to outgrow.co. And then to get that 20% off, you would just enter Sarah St. John 20 in the chat bot. And then I'll also have show notes at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash outgrow. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Sarah. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.